welcome back to another episode of JC's Creek. If I sound a little bit stuffy throughout this episode, it's probably because I am. Um, yeah, I woke up this morning and I was planning on recording as much episodes as I could and I realized that my voice was gone. So I realized, I looked it up and I was like, what to do when your voice is gone? They said, get cough drop. I don't have any cough drops. Um, I'm, I didn't really look it up, but the other day I did look up like, what to do when your throat feels closed and it said drink lots of water and eat a banana so i ate a banana before this episode hopefully that works um we're gonna see so again my name is emily this is jc's creek where we talk about pacey and joey as a couple and as individuals so that way we can get a real idea of who they are and what they're like and all this different kind of stuff so if you like this, make sure to follow me on Twitter and Potter, that's on Instagram, TikTok is Pacey and Joey, and lastly, make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel where I post every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So without further ado, let's get into this episode. So, this episode I believe came out on November 22nd, 2000, and this is where Pacey, Jack, after someone puts the boat in the administration boat, into the school building with the man's dog on the board. So this is where the first scene comes in hand. And this is kind of like a silly episode. So I feel like it's going to be like a really short episode like it's been doing. Because there's not that many scenes with them. Because sometimes it goes with Dawson in this. But this is one of my favorite episodes of season 4 because of Dawson and Pacey. So then we have the first ep- The first scene is of Joey like I said. And... They're in the school hallway and Jack and Dawson are walking down the hallway when a student runs in to the hall and calling for people to follow him into the pool room. Which I'm like, they have a pool room? That is so cool. I don't know. Like, I don't have a pool room. Capeside makes it like such a boring small town and then they have this. I'm like, you want to know what a boring small town is? It's when you have 15 banks. That's when a boring small town is. And like barely any restaurants besides mexican and chinese haha <laughs> that's my town so everyone says student or the student says everybody the pool this swimming pool you gotta see what they did to the swimming pool and the student too says my and joey this is when they're at the pool room and joey says you don't see this every day and mitch says what the hell is this and the principal says that's my boat and my dog. And Jack says, who could have possibly, and Dawson's laughing and says, I should have thought of this. And Joey says, Dawson, while we do recognize your talent as a witty practical joker, I think that not even you could pull up their legacy. And principal says, trust her, come here. And some students pull to the edge and help the dog hop off and The dog walks over to Jack and sits down, and Jack looks nervously down at the dog, and the principal says, Do you know that dog, Mr. McBee? And Jack nervously goes, No, no, no. (laughs) Like, you're such a bad liar. So, Pacey and... This goes to the next scene, where Pacey, Jack, and Dawson are reported to the principal's office, and one at a time, they get, like, you know, like, all like um what's the word called into the principal's office to be investigated basically so mitch says we're on your side pacey but 
he got to get to the bottom of this mystery. And circumstances required that at least we could consider you as a possible subject. And then it gets to like Dawson, and he says, "What circumstances would those be? Those be?" And Mitch says, "Well, that or Dawson, or Pacey says, what circumstances would those be?" And Mitch says, "Well, given your, given your my son, oh, that's to Dawson." Uh, followed that you have access to the master key to the school, therefore nearby. Um, principal, and the principal says, Mr. Woodard, everyone in Cape Side is aware that you have rather sad fate of the late views of the true, true love, which I believe gave you access to the men and storage faculty and the yacht club, where my boat resumes at the time of the boating napping, if you will. And then it goes like, they asked Pacey, like, and this is where scene one of Pacey and Joey, and the principal goes with Mitch and, Mitch and the principal are questioning Pacey to tell his tell, and the principal says, you said that you didn't pull this stunt. Fine. Convince me. Tell me everything, every single thing you did yesterday. And this is one of my favorite parts, because he goes, yesterday. <laughs> um, and he goes, now let me see, where was I? Oh yes, I was right here. And then it goes to like Joey and Pacey outside of the Cape Side police station. And they're standing there by her truck talking while Doug is waiting for like waiting for Doug to come out. And they see says, oh yes, I was right here. And Joey says, hey Pace. And they're like together and they're like, his forehead is on her forehead and it's just so cute and Pacey says hmm? and Joey says you're a pushover you gave in and Pacey says no I am not a pushover I just felt the need to explore my options and Joey says Pacey for five years your brother has been nagging you about spending every day with him observing uh, police policies and you and you always tell him to stick it then you take some meaningless career aptitude test, and suddenly you are watching the lost episodes of Cop, Cop, Cop Rock and taking him upon his dubious offer. And Pacey says, well, don't you think I look sexy in a uniform, hmm? And Joey says, besides the point, which we all know that that's exactly what Joey was thinking. And Pacey says, oh, I don't think so at all. And Doug comes out waiting for Pacey. And he says, well, Pacey says, well, give me a kiss goodbye before I hit the rough and a tumble and stand in the jungle. And Joey says, I'll pray for you, sweetheart. <laughs> I like how she says that. Like, it was so funny to me because I'm like, me too, Joey. And Pacey says, um, like, Pacey sighs, and then he says, hi, Doug, and Doug, or Joey says, hi, Doug, and, like, she waves at him, and Doug says, hi, Joey, take care, and Joey says, take care of this punk for me, will you, and also, the way that Joey waves, it's just so funny to me, and it reminds me of season six, episode, I believe, 16, or, I think it was 17, where she waves at Pacey and the office, and she, like, waves at him, that's what it reminds me of. And she says, take care of this punk for me. See if maybe you can straighten him out a little bit. And Pacey says, straight isn't really part of 
uh, Doug's vocabulary, you know? And Doug goes, yeah, that's funny. Hurry up. We gotta get going. Which, I just find that so funny. There was just, there was just so much going on. And I'm like, not, not right there. It was priceless. So then we have scene two of Pacey. And he is in the principal's office. And the principal and Mitch are trying to figure out where, what, what they came from, Pacey. And Pacey, and the principal goes, where did, where did you go with Deputy Witter? And Pacey says, do you mean my brother? What do you think? And they went to the local donut shop. Which, I don't know, I always heard that, like, policemen go there. Like, to get a donut or something. Which, I think that's just, you know, family guy or something. And so, Pacey and Doug are sitting and eating and donuts. And so, Pacey says, I'm shaking my head in disbelief. And... And I just want to point out that the one thing that's next to me right now is a donut pillow. And it says, donut wake me up. <laughs> so I find this scene kind of funny. And so Doug says, don't judge a book by its prologue, wise ass. There's, there's plenty more coming up. More than an episode of Cops Kikichi, believe me. And Pacey says, really? And Doug says, mm-hmm. And Pacey says, let me brace, brace myself for that. And... Then they're again at the principal's office and now Casey turns to grill some more while Mitch and principal are trying to figure out what, who, who did this. And the principal says, now let's cut to the chase, shall we? My boat was quietly removed from the storage warehouse behind the yacht sometime between 12.30 and 5.15. Records meant that you were the only senior who has access to the prince, the particular warehouse. And Casey says, and what just may rec those records might be. And principal says, I'll be asking the questions, Mr. Ritter. And Casey says, all right, I'll talk. But I got to warn you, it's definitely boring. So then it goes to the next scene where... Pacey is inside the squat car, and Pacey and Doug are silently sitting on the side as Joey drives by them and honks the horn. And Pacey goes, Doug? And Doug goes, yeah. And Pacey says, do you ever find yourself sitting out on the edge of the highway in your squat car, and you've got your, your Raider gun in your hand, been out there for four hours, and the only three cars have been passed all going from under the speed limit, and you wonder what just the hell happened to your life? And Doug goes, pardon me? <laughs> I hate when people say pardon me. It just makes me so annoyed. There was this one girl, um, this is besides the point. But there was this one girl in marching band, and every single time she wouldn't hear me, she'd go, pardon me? And I'm like, oh, that's so annoying. I don't know why, but usually what I do is, huh? What? I'm sure pardon me is more better than that. So, Pisces says, well, seriously, man, look at you. For all your Elliot Ness dreams and Harry Collins experiments, you're nothing. I mean, nobody. At least you're the the bravest fence on the little pump pump town. What's that? And Doug says, Does this student does he have a point, Pacey? And Pacey says, I uh no, not really. I'm just a little discouraged by it all. Which we know Pacey would never be a police officer. But then it goes to the next scene with Pacey where they're on the sidewalk in the middle of the town and Pacey is walking behind Doug as they are walking to someone's house and Pacey says 
Would I be out of the line if I asked what we're doing here? And Doug says, someone stole a dog. And Pacey says, how do you know it was? It didn't just get lost. And Doug says, we don't. The owner says we found some footprints in the dirt. It might be a gardener, but either way, we have to find the dog, this dog because it's a very important dog. To my, how, how, I mean, I get it. Like, if my dog was stolen, I would freak out. Everyone in this house would freak out. And so Pacey says, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Is this what you meant when you told me that I need to learn more from watching you than any other cop episodes? Oh, come on. Don't tell me you're still angry at your little brother for a whole wasting your time stunt. I only, I only sort of meant it honest. And Doc says, I want you to listen to me very closely because I'm only going to say this one time. If you ever in your life care about anything as much as I care about being an officer in this town, I will be shocked. If you ever in your life in your life are good at anything as I am about being an officer in this town, I will be shocked. If you ever in your life proceed to judge me again, so God help me, I will beat your ugly right out of you. Which I'm like, this is such like a not like that thing will say. For a long time, like Pacey and Doug got along together. But the moment that Pacey kind of teased them like brothers do, mm -mm, that was not it. So then we have a scene where the principal and the, the he's in the principal's office and Pacey has just finished telling his tale to Mitch and the principal. And Mitch says, so you're telling me that if you're looking for the same dog that you suspected taking, um, the principal goes, Mitch, you are a sane and reasonable man, and obvious I'm not responsible for, for this whole fiasco. So why are we still here? And Mitch says, we're still here because a certain f fresh detail has come to the light, which suggests that you must at least be accountable for whereabouts yesterday. And Pacey says, you discussed my knife gray pack with Dawson. And Pacey says, the principal goes, oh, you remembered that agreement too? I see. And Pacey says, well, of course I remember it. It was my idea. But did it ever occur to you that my not-so-close acquaintance slash former best friend was a hint or a possibility, even a minister truly, only to divide expect it from him? And Baron Silva goes, Mr. Witter, justify his blunt, his blunt. If, if Dawson is responsible, we'll nail him, just as we nailed you. Which I'm like, okay, like, I don't know, like... One time when we had a senior prank where they did something to the varsity gym. I think they ruined the floor or something, like the new floors. So they had to get a whole new floor. Um, I believe that was in ninth grade. But, um, I mean, I only have a month of my senior year left. And no one else has, no one has really done anything for it now. I don't know when people do senior pranks. I think um, I think my school threatened if you do a senior prank, you're not going to walk and you're not going to get your diploma. So there's that. Like, there's a lot of things that my school does for graduation and they make it very, very serious. So I don't really know. And I just feel like my school is a little bit too strict with that. So then we have scene five of Pacey where the scene goes from the principal's office and Pacey continues his tell of the day with Dougie Doug, Deputy Doug, and principal, principal goes, wait a minute, you couldn't find the dog, so your brother made you get in the back of the car? I'm confused. And Pacey says, I was confused too. It seems so blindly 
was dull, even poor Dougie. Frankly, when he went in, I considered making a break for it. And then we see this scene where he's in the squat car and Pacey is sitting there in the back seat waiting for Doug and we can see him, he is upset and having to sit back there, which I'm like, me too, Pacey. And Dougie said, okay, all right. And Dougie and a gentleman comes out for the school, for the squat car and the gentleman gets back in the front seat as Doug puts his groceries in the back seat with Doug, with Pacey. And Doug says, well, Mike, the guy in the back is not a pro. He's my brother. And Mike says, oh, how's it going, Junior Witter? And Pacey says, it's been better. <laughs> okay. And so they arrive at Mike's house and Mike gets out of the car and starts walking to the door. And Doug gets his groceries out of the back seat, and Pacey looks to see Mike take a, like, walking cane out of his pocket and set it up. And he walks to the rest of the way to the door, and we realize that Mike is blind, and you can see the guilt wash over Pacey's face. And Doug says, why are you looking at me like that? And Pacey says, uh, no reason. I like this scene because it kind of shows how, like, Doug is always like making fun of Pacey and he's kind of being a jerk but like when Pacey was moved in with Doug like yeah Doug was like don't touch this don't do that don't do that but he like allowed his brother to come in and then also he was the reason why Joey knew that Pacey was leaving so there was that and now we see Doug like threaten his brother but then help a blind man like get his groceries and stuff which I think there is so much, like, things going on, but I really do like that because it just shows how much, like, Doug has changed throughout the whole show, and he just keeps getting better and better. So, then we have the next scene, which is scene six of Pacey, and he is in the Cap Cap Cape Side Marine, and Doug and Pacey are going up to the closed gates of the Marine, Marine and Doug is shining his flashlight through the gate. In Pacey, there's a voiceover that says, It was a little after 9 o'clock. We get a call, and Doug and I head to the boat, the boat yard. Pacey says, You want to know? You want to go in, don't you? And he says, You know I have a code. True love spent a couple nights in the motel. So I, uh, and Pacey gets the key in the goat, and he opens the door, and they walk in. And Drew comes out behind the boats, and Pacey says, after you and Doug says, Mr. Valentine's, what brings you in stalking through the shadows of after this hour? And Drew says, Anonymous phone call, boats missing. And Doug says, Then why, why someone call you? And Drew says, Well, they didn't tackle me. They called my mother, and this falls under her just justification. So she sent me to check it out. I called the police, which is why you are here now, Deputy Witter. And Doug says, is that why could you possibly know? We also received an anonymous phone call roughly 20 minutes ago before your call, which begs the pardon question. How, how do I know you didn't take this boat? And Drew says, do you see me, do you see me on the boat, man? I mean, you risk press me if you want. I bet you like that. Come on, let's do the man dance. Well, okay. Well, I guess I'm done, aren't I? And Drew leaves, and Pacey goes and follows him after him. And Pacey says, you know what? 
I think I'm gonna go too, Dougie. And Doc says, hey, Pacey, I can't drive you home now, all right? This is an officer business. And Pacey says, that's all right. I'll get a ride from Drew. Hey, Drew, hold on a second. And Doc says, hey, new flash, Pacey. You hate Drew? And Pacey says, yes, I do, but it's only a ride home, and I'm going to try to be a better person, just like you. Besides, it's a karma thing. And Doug says, yeah, okay, goodbye. <laughs> like, oh, like, oh, he just, like, lets Pacey go, even though he knows, like, that he hates him. So then we have the principal's office where Pacey has finished up his tell for the day before, and Mitch and the principal are taking in what he has told them, and... Pacey says, and that was it. Then I left with Drew. And Principal goes, and where did you go? And Pacey says, well, I wanted to grab a bite to eat, but he said he was busy, so he dropped me home. Within 25 minutes, I was sleeping like a baby. <laughs> the Principal goes, all right, Pacey, you can go. Thanks for your help. Sorry for the inconvenience. Um, and then Pacey says, seriously? And you're not just messing with me. And Mitch says, get out of here, Pace, before he changes his mind. And Pacey stands up, and the principal goes, subbing out to Mr. Wetter. And Pacey says, yeah, I was just thinking, honestly, I think Dawson did either. And the principal goes, why is that? And the principal goes, Pacey goes, that guy was way too responsible to pull up that kind of crime. At least without my coding, you know? Just not that type of guy. I like how he defends um, Dawson throughout everything. And he was like, Dawson would never do this. Like, let's be honest here. Dawson would never make this a thing. Like, it kind of shows how much Dawson and him have really changed a little bit throughout this episode. But it's mostly showing the history that they have done together. So then we have scene two with Joey. And she's in the Capeside hallway. And Drew is getting some books out of his locker as Joey walks by. And Drew laughs. And he says, hey, Harry Potter, come here. And... Joey says, what's going on? Andrew says, send a message to the boys, will, we, will for me? Tell them that I admire the brilliant for their design. No, wait. Just tell them I said, touchy. And then he slams the walker, and Joey says, which boys? What happened? Andrew says, karma. Finally caught up with me. So, basically, Drew gets a spell. <laughs> so, then we have scene eight of Pacey. And he is outside the principal of the police station. And Pacey is waiting for Doug and holding a Krispy Kreme at Donut. And Pacey says, Look, I uh, just wanted to come by and say thanks for letting me do the whole ride along yesterday. It was a, a mill maybe? And Doug says, Have you ever heard of anything that was in line with sarcasm? And Pacey says, I'm admitting I was wrong, Doug. What I did to you it matters as much not as well if any of the job i will be willing to hold down and doug says well that's interesting coming from yesterday i didn't even think it was mattered at all and pacey says well now that i think about it i mean i know it matters to mike i know that it matters to some dumb kid you're gonna keep from killing all his friends in the in the car wreck when you pull by for speeding and scared the crap out of him and i guess I'm guessing that it will probably matter in a million other subtext ways that I, without substitutely of an elephant in an antique shop, will never ever notice. And Doug says, yeah, it wasn't me doing the job. It was someone else. And Pacey says, but it, but it is you, Doug. It's you, and I would never be quick to dismiss. I mean, perfectly honest, I wish I could be so lucky someday to ride the shotgun with you. And Doug says, I think that 
would be a mistake. And Pacey says, hey, you don't think I would make make the make much of the crop, huh? And Doug says, not really, no. No, Pacey, I think that you would be a darling ordinary. I think you would take Talon in for the face of her convenience. And I think that when you were born to break the rule, it's not to enforce them. And you know what? I actually admire that in you. I really do, Pacey. Pacey says, what? Did my big brother just admit that he admired me for the first time ever? And Doug denies it and says, it's more like I'm just terrified at the thought of you sitting in the squat car with, with you for another minute. Which, I like this because it's like, it's not like the Witter family making fun of Pacey throughout all this. It's like the Witter family, like, finally recognizing that Pacey is a human and he does certain things. But, like, I like how this dynamic with, like, Doug and Pacey are working out. I feel like it's a very typical thing to hold up a Krispy Kreme donut when Pacey knew that he messed up like he always does with Joey. And I feel like this is kind of where, because Doug and Pacey, like, lived together for a while, and there was, like, where Doug and Pacey have, like, serious conversations about Joey, and all this different kind of stuff, we finally see the dynamic between Pacey and Doug when they're not hating each other, and that's my favorite thing of all time. So then we have the last scene, which, honestly, is my favorite scene, and it's like scene three of Pacey and Joey and they're at Dawson's house when Mitch opens the door to see Joey and lets her in and Joey says is Dawson here and Mitch says I'm not sure you can check in his room if you like and Joey says thanks and Mitch says hey Joey if he goes up there Tom I know and congratulations and she looks at him and then walks up to Dawson's room to see Dawson and Pacey putting paint and some other stuff into a trash can and Joey says okay Exclamation time and Jack comes into Dawson's room and climbing through the window and Jack says it's a bitch getting up here without a ladder <laughs> and Joey says ah and Jack goes Joey what is she doing here guys I thought we weren't supposed to I thought we were supposed to be doing this alone and Joey says I knew it the three of you you did it didn't you you guys put the boat in the in the pool you did it and Pacey says, just calm down for a second. <laughs> you like to and be like, there's no reason to jump into silly conclusions. We didn't, we didn't pull off that prank. And Dawson says, we have the right upon once. And Jack says, yeah, besides, you know, Drew did it. And Dawson says, on the other hand, if we did pull off the prank, the three of us that Jack could have swum by the, the princess sometimes after we meet Drew at the hardware store. He could have, have done the paint he accidentally took home and trusted the dog with the necessary food and water, of course, tied up to the tree at the vent's point. And Pacey says, I could have gotten the storage faculty sometimes after 1.30 when, when Doug dropped off, when Drew dropped, dropped off the keys. And Dawson says, I'm 3.30 when I have to get back to Mr. Brooks' house. Pacey would have gone giving me the code. And I would have had the Mitch Mobile to tow the truck back into the same friend's point Jack had been to earlier. I then would have pulled up the boat in the car with, with Chester and the paint. 
Later on, Pacey would have asked Drew to drop by him somehow near the reservation point. And when arriving at the location, Basie would have gathered up all the assessment materials and then helped the production into the pool gymnasium to finish the job. And at 11 o'clock, we were done and everyone would have still no, none no wiser. Of course, that would be hypothetically. And Basie said, right. <laughs> I'm like, don't they have like security cameras to like check all this out? Like, I was surprised when they were getting interviewed and like, I mean, I know it's 2000, but wouldn't you have interviews? Like, wouldn't you have, like, like those, like, um, security cameras at all? Like, wouldn't you think that? And so, Jack says, the truth is, Doug Valentine's is, was, and will always be a lone art criminal behind it all. Well, I, for one, am glad to see that that kid got what he was finally coming on. And Joey says, karma. And they're sitting up the bed, and, like, Pacey says exactly, and we see, like, Pacey smiling at Joey, and I just thought that was so sweet. <laughs> like, and then we have Pacey, and he is in the middle of nowhere, and Dawson and Pacey are burying the bag of stuff in the hole that they dig the hole, like, in the ground, and shoveling and scraping, and Pacey says, what are you thinking? And Dawson says, I was thinking we pulled it off. <laughs> and Pacey says, ah, I was thinking that it's been right tonight that it's been for a long, long time. I just keep forgetting why we're still not friends. And Dawson says, you know, it's not that simple. And Pacey says, of course it's not. It's, it's just that. And Dawson says, I know. And Pacey says, let me tell you, Dawson, when you told me that you'd never be able to trust me again, that was probably among the five first moments of my life. And Dawson says, when I walked out of the back porch and saw you and Joey, that was my worst. Number one with a bullet. Which I'm like, uh, that means you don't have much worst moments of your life. Because I thought number one would probably be when you thought you were going to, like, be lost in that fire or something. But anyway, and Dawson says, I would like to believe... Oh, and Dawson, Pacey says, do you think it's possible that someday I will convince you that maybe I'm the type of person that you can trust again? And Dawson says, I would like, like to believe that is. And Pacey says, I'm going to try. I'm never going to give up on you. And Dawson says, well, if it doesn't work out, we can always kill each other. Meantime, <laughs> like, I really like this episode because it kind of goes back to, like, how much Pacey and Dawson have had that history together. And... Yeah, they're, like, not speaking at the moment, but I think it's more, like, a man thing. Like, when girls get into a fight, they're, like, petty about it. When guys get into a fight, or Dawson and Pacey get into a fight, like, yeah, they know that they're, like, mad at each other, but they'll still do things with each other, which always makes me laugh because I'm, like, you're not supposed to be talking, but at the same time you are talking, so that always makes me laugh. I don't know. Like, I think about it, and I'm, like, mm something's off here but not really at the same time like Pacey just kind of like he hasn't pushed Dawson in any type of way but every so often he'll be like hey can we ever be friends again like is that a possibility I like how some episodes like it's focused on like Dawson and Pacey and some episodes is focused on Joey and Pacey uh well Joey and Pacey then Dawson and Pacey and then Pacey and like Joey so then we have like all these like three things that make the triangle and it's like the best thing because the next episode will be based off of Pacey and Joey which will probably be a longer episode 
but I like how much like their like dynamic is like my favorite thing like how the show keeps going back and forth like some episodes are based off this and some episodes are based off of this but then they're like this is what it's like so if you like this podcast please make sure to come back on friday saturday and sundays make sure to review this podcast give it five stars leave a kind review and make sure to subscribe to the youtube channel that's jc's Kick podcast and leave your thoughts down below you can put a thumbs up if you like but please leave your thoughts down below whatever you're thinking about this episode or a past episode or even a future episode that you'd like to me to mention and lastly if you have not already make sure to follow my instagram that's Blair and potter my tiktok that's pacey and joey and again make sure to subscribe to the youtube channel again i post every friday saturday and sunday do well things Bye, guys.